Hello and welcome back to another edition of I Am the Woman Caught in Adultery. Are you enjoying the podcast, I Am the Woman Caught in Adultery? Make sure that you share that podcast with others, that you subscribe to it yourself. That way you get it as soon as it drops, fresh off the press, you get it first. And take the time to send me a message or a question to the email address IATWCIA at AOL.com. Again, IATWCIA at AOL.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And thank you for your support. Thank you so much going out to Ghana, to South Africa, to Sweden, and to Germany. Thank you so much for your support. God, put your spirit in this thing. Hello, friend, and back to talk. (laughs) God is so awesome, and I have been enjoying these uncomfortable places, and I know that sounds crazy, but like I told you before, there's always method to the madness. Today, I want to talk about under pressure. Yes, and I don't know about you, but I have been under pressure so many times, and The thing is, the things that I did when I was under pressure, they have a thing nowadays called an Instapot pressure cooker. And when I was in independent living, we took a turkey breast roast and a little beef stock and cut some garlic and onions up and put that thing on. And about 45 minutes, this breast was done. It was juicy. It was tender. And I think about back in the day when they had the pressure cooker, you had to lock it down, wind it down, seal it. And sometimes even with all of that, that thing would explode because when the pressure begins to build up, not only does it bust pipes, but it it blows pressure cookers (laughs) wide open. When I thought about how when we cooked that turkey breast in independent living, how it made it tender and juicy and the meat was welcoming, the flavor had been infused into the meat. I thought about even when I'm under pressure, not only is my reaction accounted for, but what I come out, how I come out from being under pressure. When being under pressure, sometimes it's it's to cause tenderizing. It's to cause an infusion. Right. I might be callous and harsh in a place and 
need to fix that. Even like I was talking about how with Paul, thinking that he was doing what God would want him to do because we're looking for a Messiah that's coming in on a horse with a with the cavalry behind him. But what we get is a savior that hung on the cross and bled and died. And even Jesus, when he was under pressure, he was the perfect example of how to handle it. How I can be under pressure. I don't have to explode. How I can be under pressure. I don't have to blow out. Because when that pressure cooker blows, everything that's inside is blown out. So how I handle pressure determines how I come out. Like I said, Jesus came to be the example to show us. Because even in God sending the prophets to tell us how to walk, tell us what to do, and tell us what needs to be done, we're a visual people. We have to see it in order to believe it. We got to see it in order to learn it. We have to see it in order to grasp it. So he said, that's okay. I already have a lamb prepared. And he's going to come and show you when you're under pressure how to handle it. I look at even knowing how Jesus handled it when somebody ain't talked to me or Sister Dukamore ain't shake my hand or they didn't call my name for being the head usher. I'm in my feelings now. And that ain't even no pressure. I look at the things that I call trials and tribulations today when the apostles and the disciples were under pressure. These men were crucified upside down, tarred and feathered. They were put in arenas with animals. They were dropped in, in hot oil. Anything to make them denounce and rescind the fact that they love God. Like I talked about in counterculture, the thing that you would think would be seemingly right people always say that's that's just that they just doing what they do but when you're under pressure how do I handle it I look at even David when he had been anointed king but Saul was still the seated king and even in Saul trying to get him and kill him because he knew that God had already anointed him to take his place under pressure David still recognized you're still the king. It was several times that David could have killed Saul. And that's why David was recognized as a man after God's own heart. Not because he was perfect, but because under pressure, he knew how to handle situations. Not saying that everything was done right. Ain't nobody perfect but God, so we're... We're bound to mess up, but it's what we do even after we mess up. When we're under pressure, how do I react? Do I jump up and tuck tail and run? Do I get depressed and become agoraphobic and isolate myself and become a hermit? Or under pressure, do I press my hands together and begin to pray even if I don't press them together 
folding them, clapping them to multiply the praise? Do I infuse myself with his word? Do I infuse myself with meditation and seeking his face? Even as the pressure builds, I have to learn how to handle being under pressure. My action is taken into account. If I take the time to recognize this ain't number pressure, it's just coming to tenderize me and infuse me with something. It's times that I've slid off the path and I'm going the wrong way and getting under pressure will remind me, all right, you need to pray. All right, you need to fast. All right, it's time to put that phone down and leave Facebook alone and put Marco Polo down and leave WhatsApp, let TikTok tick by itself and seek God. In this world, we have so many distractions, but God gave us choice to make up our mind that I want to serve you. I want to be with you. I want to spend time with you. And sometimes it's in uncomfortable places that we find that this is where I needed to be. Long as everything was going good, I didn't realize I was off the beaten path. I didn't realize that I needed these things to be prepared for a time like this. The only thing I knew was I'm under pressure. Everything was going good. Now I'm under pressure. But it was through that pressure that I learned how to pray. It was through that pressure I learned, ooh, this praying is good, but sometimes I got to do something else. Sometimes I got to deny this flesh and, and bring it under subjection. And the hardest thing to do is to bring me under subjection. I want to bring everybody and everything else into its place. But I fail to realize that I have a place too. But under pressure, (laughs) long as I handle it the right way, I won't blow my top. Long as I handle my pressure the right way, I won't blow my insides out. Long as I handle pressure the right way, I'll know how to be tenderized as long as I handle my pressure the right way I'll know how to be infused and you say well how am I supposed to know how to handle my pressure the right way and I'm glad that you asked me even Peter when he asked Jesus and sometimes we ask for the, the pressures that we end up in and he asked Jesus if this you tell me to come on out there in the water with you and when he got out there in the pressure cooker in the storm he started looking at the waves crashing and the wind blowing and if you've ever been at the water during a storm and you see how that water froths up and see how that water looks like a boiling water and that's how it happens in the pressure cooker too But one thing Peter knew how to do, even under pressure, is say, Lord, save me. So when I get under pressure, 
and I feel like I'm about to blow my top, feel like I'm about to blow my insides out, remember who I am and whose I am and say, Lord, save me. I'm under pressure.